Welcome to the Friday, August 19th, 2016 edition of our Seafood News Roundup, sponsored by the third edition of Erner Berry's Commercial Guide to Fish and Shellfish. I'm Seafood News Editor Michael Ramsing, and joining me at the news desk today is Erner Berry Staffler, Emily Zuhowski. How are you today, Emily? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. What are you doing this weekend? I'm actually heading down to D.C. I have some family down there, so it should uh, be a fun time. Well, I'm not doing anything nearly as exciting as that, because today's show is a good one. We are trying a new segment. Since I had a chance to sit down with Erner Berry Chief Market Analyst Angel Rubio to talk about the summer shrimp market. But before we talk shrimp, let's review the week in seafood news. Sweden is digging in an effort to ban live North American lobster imports on the grounds that the species poses an invasive threat to its environment. Sweden's Agency for Marine and Water Management completed a response to U.S. and Canadian criticisms of its proposal to ban North American lobsters from its market. They said imported lobster would introduce shell disease and a lobster egg parasite, would mate with European lobsters, and would outcompete native lobsters. However, U.S. and Canadian authorities said Sweden's rebuttal is still not based on credible scientific evidence. In some other lobster industry news, North American demand for premium quality lobster meat has stoked interest for high-pressurized process equipment among operators. The technology uses extremely high-pressured water to separate lobster meat from the shell and boasts a higher meat yield percentage compared to traditional processing systems. Lobster meat demand is at historic levels with wholesale market prices for dry Canadian claw and knuckle meat approaching $30 per pound, according to Erner Berry. Highliner announced a deal to sell its scallop business and fish processing plant in New Bedford, Massachusetts to Blue Harvest Fisheries for $8 million, plus some additional amounts for scallop inventory. This is a full circle return to New Bedford for Blue Harvest owner Jeff Davis, who was a key executive with American Seafoods when the company purchased the same New Bedford operation that was owned by Fryanor USA at the time. Blue Harvest has now acquired 15 scallop vessels and other property in New Bedford and Virginia since Davis started Blue Harvest in early 2015. That's it for today's news recap. Read these stories and more at seafoodnews.com and remember to get premium market content and analysis by subscribing to Erner Berry's Comtel. Back to you, Michael. Thank you, Emily. As we mentioned at the top of today's program, I had the chance to sit down with Erner Berry's chief market analyst, Angel Rubio, to discuss the current state of the wholesale shrimp market in the U.S. Without further interruption, here is that interview. Welcome to our very first interview segment with the Seafood News Weekly program. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Angel Rubio, Erner Berry's Chief Market Analyst and all-around data guru. Angel, we appreciate you taking the time to join us today. How are you? Thank you. Thank you, Anel. So, uh, today we wanted to discuss uh, briefly the current state of the wholesale shrimp market in the, in the U.S. market. Um, the Department of Commerce just released uh, the latest import data. What did we learn about shrimp imports through June? Well, imports are down compared to last year. Many people think that, you know, that's probably a reason why the market could be either, you know, potentially higher. But uh, I think that we have to take things into perspective. They're down from like a, a, a very, a very heavy import year last year. So it was, sure. it was almost, uh, almost second, I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was second uh, on record last year. In fact, I think it was uh, second to 2006. Second, to, yeah, yeah, 2006, I believe that was like the, the highest. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and this year we are uh, slightly below that. So uh, right, it was only about one and a half percent under last year's figures, uh, from what uh, Erna Berry's data suggests. Uh, you published a really interesting graph on on 26, 30 count size shrimp uh, to Erna Berry's Comtel uh, not too long ago. Basically, it looks like there's a big price spread in that market depending on where those size 
Christian for coming from. Can you explain that a little bit? Trying to look at any indicators that would, uh, you know, throw the red alarm, like the, 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 an alarm or, you know, um, something that would trigger a watch out, something's coming on the market or there's something that, that, that could, you know, spoil resistance levels or support levels to certain market. So we have 26s from Central South America and 26s from, from Asia. Um, they normally, you know, track each other. You know, correlation is very similar because they're substitutes to commodity. But uh, there are points in, in the past 20 years or so, uh, um, no, since 1998, around uh, 18, 17 years, where this spread between these two, um, you know, gets large, very large. Or you can use a ratio, you can use this spread. At the moment, we're at 90 cents spread or a 1.19 ratio, which is the largest in, in, in history, or since we are tracking, not in history, but I guess since we track the data. And it really seems like it's an issue of availability. Uh, 26s, so 26s uh, from Central South America, there, there's, there's not that plentiful. That's why it's, it's, it's commanding a premium. But um, in, during the summer, if you um, look at the data, uh, imports from, from, from Asia, on, from Indonesia and, and, and India, um, speci especially in, in, in April, May, no, in May and June, actually spiked you know, above, above uh, previous years and above the, the, the averages. Um, and there's anecdotal evidence that you know imports in July were heavy. Um, sure. And maybe from other other sizes too. You've seen the, the the market for larger sizes also come 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 down. So what happens? Asia's comes comes down. We don't have as many imports from from Central South America, and obviously they're going in different direction. This I don't know if it's sustainable or not, but historical data suggests that it isn't. Sure. So so whether what's going to happen? I don't know. But but so I guess I guess it just means it's a an interesting time to uh, to track this market into the fall. Uh, Angel, thank you for, for joining us today. We appreciate it. Uh, and that is it for our show today, uh, which was brought to you by Erderberry's Commercial Guide to Fish and Shellfish. Uh, for a limited time, you can get an order of a free deck of seafood playing cards uh, with any order of the, the Commercial Guide. Head over to shop.erderberry.com or call us at 732-240-5330 to get your order today. Thanks again to Emily for co-hosting today. I'm Michael. This was our show, and we'll catch you later.